0: And boom, goes the dynamite. And
1: boom, goes the dynamite. Listen to the situation, my son. I'm as serious as cancer or fun and done. For the time, the people cause pump the rhyme to two is valid the best we will find. Living in CI, who the hell am I? Agent Rock, the juice, I get fly. Cool with the riffing guy, keep a handle. Because if you don't, I'll wax it down like a candle. B-Love, I'm a top killer, part-time killer. Hermany son of Sam Killer, the horror in the villa Unlike the rest, the best I am a thriller. Kill it or shoot it, buy it and distribute it. But either way, the two's unconstituted, style and and constantly smiling, we'll keep trooping in a place called Strong Island.
0: Welcome to episode 102 of Boom Goes a Dynamite, the AEW Dynamite Review Show here on the PWM Podcast Network. I'm Jeffrey. With me tonight is Paul Sebastian. Paul, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Jeff, hello again. For the first time this week, we definitely didn't try to make this podcast three times on Wednesday night and fail no, due to audio issues on my end. That definitely didn't happen. I'm making that up right now uh, to sound interesting. So how are you, Jeff? <laughs> It definitely isn't my fault that we're doing the Wednesday night podcast on a Saturday. I mean, usually it's my fault when we have to. Do usually it, 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 it is your fault, and, and I feel it, it, like you know I'm I'm uh you know learning from you and I'm emulating you. You are I consider you a bit of a broadcast role model, and this is me, uh, just trying to to be like you in all the most positive ways.
0: And indeed, uh, actually, next week episode may actually be on a Saturday as well because something be... Maybe-
1: Folks, he's the master. <laughs> See that? That's why he's
0: the best. <laughs> Something might be happening that I may not be able to watch Dynamite live on on uh on this coming Wednesday, but and we're all about-
1: good and I, I I'm glad that this happens to us because I think one thing to it's always important to remind ourselves as wrestling fans is that other stuff in life comes first wrestling is for fun it's supposed to be for fun and you're supposed to have fun experiencing it talking about it watching it going to a show whatever have you it should be a a release it should be an escape it shouldn't be a burden right
0: and uh put a pin in that thought because i may be bringing that same very thought up later on today folks
1: again he's a professional watch this shit
0: but, uh, so yeah, just a word of warning next week's episode might be on Saturday too. Uh, that's to be determined though.
1: The um, only way to find out is to make sure you are subscribed to boom goes dynamite on your favorite podcast feed.
0: Um, Paul tonight, as we record this, uh, the final ring of honor show, at least for the time being, um, um, I've I've already written my thoughts, and we, I think we've discussed our thoughts on this before. But I mean, the, yeah, the, we kind of got into is, it.
1: The day is here, though. Yeah, we we talked about it a little bit at the uh, when Ring of Honor first announced that this was going to be happening. But yeah, it is here. I okay, so I have an interesting relationship with Ring of Honor. I guess not really an interesting one. <laughs> now that I think about it, I missed you know is pretty it, much all of Ring of Honor's heyday. I just wasn't actively watching pro wrestling, right? So uh, you know their archives and things I've heard and word of mouth from other fans. And the only two ring of honor shows I've ever attended, which were uh, new Orleans in 2018, uh, the night before WrestleMania went to that one. Uh, the, what did they call that? Super card of honor. Yeah. Super card of honor, 2018. And then in uh, 2019, the, uh, G one super card at Madison square garden. So that's, uh, the, the, uh, length or the extent of my experience with the ring of honor.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was at G one super card as well. Um, which I talked about at length uh, here on the network um, at the time. Um, it's interesting now. Again, it, it, it is interesting to see that as their finger poke of doom moment, but also there the, you, you could see the signs were coming too. You know, much much like the eponymous uh, uh, finger poke, you could see the cracks were already yeah. there.
1: And I'm not kind of. We don't yeah. need to relitigate all that. We, we already had an extensive conversation yeah. on the podcast. But what I would say is. Is there anything specifically you are looking forward to with Ring of Honor's final show tonight, or do you want to share a Ring of Honor memory that resonates with you as a wrestling fan I before am, we get into that? I mean,
0: I'm not going to be watching the show because I gave up. All right, <laughs> I, 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 no, I quit Ring of Honor in 2017 after, okay. after Mark Pugh, you know, tweeted in, in, you know, in favor of white nationalists at at Charlottesville. You know,
1: obviously, their owner definitely, uh, you know, their their. Parents parent company not real great however does need to be acknowledged and something we've acknowledged before in this podcast they probably handled covid better than any other wrestling promotion they they really did interesting they
0: they really did and they they do they do deserve credit for that
1: um i'm gonna say my my my, around here yeah fair and balanced (laughs) uh
0: my (laughs) cute um my biggest memory is going to be of my honey actually getting to see new Japan wrestlers live for the very first time. Great. And that's, that's great. You know, yeah, what, getting, I'll, getting uh, to meet Okada and, and give him a, 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 a gift card for, for ice cream. And, um,
1: you know, and I'm sure he appreciated that, as for what we know of Okada
0: and, and his ice cream. Yes, and uh, you know, I, <laughs> and uh, you know, getting to meet, we got to meet Kushida, uh, Tana, I got to flash, you know, the 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 uh, the El, the I love you sign at Tanahashi, and he he flashed it back because he caught it. it. It wasn't caught on camera, but I mean, we, everybody who saw it. It's for and, you. you know, it's not
1: for them. It's for you. Yeah,
0: it's right. I mean, getting to meet Naito and Naito freaking out because I was wearing my Mexican Naito shirt to the show and he was just like oh you know just you know it, so i mean it, it's really it's really a lot of new japan related stuff but i mean you know i also hey, have memories
1: on making that happen and bringing that relationship and, and getting those shows cross-promoted right and yeah. And getting the having the stateside resources necessary to facilitate that at the time. So hey, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Mine I mean I my fondest Ring of Honor memory also comes from the G one Supercard show when uh, very famously uh, that uh, that guy Enzo Amore showed up, you know, mm-hmm. in the crowd, whatever. That was a whole thing. Uh, We had left during the main event to get to Jersey City for spring break part two, right? So we left during Okada White, and there was a guy outside trying to give away Enzo shirts for free. And I told him to go fuck himself. And that <laughs> You've was, told me this before. That was yeah. I, I was like, you can take that shirt and throw it right in the fucking trash, bro. Get out of my face. And that was one of my fondest memories from Ring of yeah. Honor. Um, so I, I, thank you, Ring of Honor, for letting me do that.
0: I, I, I am going to big up another podcast on this network uh, through the years because uh, earlier this week. They dropped a show about Joe versus Kobashi. And of course that is possibly my you know, it's one of my favorite matches of all time, Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobashi. You know, just a Definitely massive a popular favorite Absolutely. massive match. And, and I mean it's a good show to listen to. Just uh, you know, uh, you know, Trevor Damon, Matt Forresteen. You know, Matt Forresteen attended that show. Live. So, yeah, shout out new. to
1: our friends over here on the PWOM Podcast Network. Make sure you follow them and, uh, yeah, check them out. And, yeah, this is a great time to kind of, uh, you know, look back and look ret- 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 retrospectively on, you know, some of those good memories of that. I know a lot of wrestling fans, and I'm sure people listen to this podcast have a lot of memories of Ring of Honor, and I'm sure their matches help shape a lot of the tastes of, of the modern wrestling fan.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, let's face it, I mean, th- there is, you know, definitely Ring of Honor DNA in all elite wrestling. I mean, there's no way. Around that, I mean, uh, they so,
1: literally were born out of a show that Ring of Honor still owns the rights to,
0: yeah, exactly. Right, and also, but I mean, I mean, even which you I expected know, like, change, right, you, you got
1: to think, and let's let's you got to think that AEW is going to be trying to get these all in rights now, right? Like, this part of this deal that they're doing, well, they're sending jail, they have, Jay to, they have there to, to replace Bandito. Like, they you got to think that that's part of it. You got all yeah. the leverage, you now like, get those tape rights,
0: yeah. I mean, and also you know, just, you know, just the, the, the mere fact that Brian Danielson and CM Punk are in prominent roles in AEW now. I mean, there's no way around that, you know, <laughs> just, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it is kind of sad, but you know, also I abandon, I fully abandoned the company, you know, in 2017 and, uh, Oh, crap. Well, I'm watching the MLS Cup final and Timbers just. Scored, oh,
1: God. I Here we go. I, yeah. We had the uh, we had the American football distraction episode a couple weeks ago. <laughs> now it's time for the uh, the soccer distraction distraction episode. That's Let's right. go.
0: That's right.
1: Great um, stuff. All right. Uh, this is a dynamite podcast.
0: This is a dynamite podcast. And, you know, maybe we should. Oh, wait, maybe they should. They didn't score. Maybe. Oh, that was just a replay. Never mind. <laughs> i take that back entirely all right yeah we we are a little bit behind and uh so we we should get into this week's episode of aew dynamite live from the ubs arena in uh strong island new york if uh you heard the theme is
1: strong music. island we got the bagel boss matt sarah i'm walking here <laughs> uh yeah
0: by the way uh our theme music this week, uh, Strong Island by JVC Force. It, it, kind of obscure, yeah. fucking great song. You, sh- you should find it and listen to the whole thing. So, uh, We start off the episode with our hosts, uh, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and Taz on the mic. Excalibur really kind of taking the lead role uh, tonight on the commentary.
1: Yes, and uh, I thought it did quite well. I There was a lot of times I tuned out the commentary, but when I was kind of focused in, I thought Excalibur did well.
0: Yeah, uh, we start off with uh, MJF's music playing, and there's a huge pop for it. But then, oh wait, it's CM Punk coming out, and he proceeds to completely bury both MJF and the New York Islanders. From what I, I, I don't intently follow the NHL until Stanley Cup time. From what I understand, the New York Islanders uh, kind of really stink this year.
1: Yeah, so I my my interest in hockey uh rests purely on the success of the Detroit Red Wings. And in recent years, they have not been successful. So have not been following hockey that closely either. But yes, from what I understand, the Islanders are bad. And uh, that was referenced a few times tonight, not only by CM Punk. So we'll we'll get to that, too. But this was uh, a fun little way to kind of turn the, uh, you know, the babyface heel dynamic between these two on its head. CM Punk did a very good job leaning into it for that kind of one night only thing. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was fine uh, I obviously had some big problems with their really, really long promo segment a few weeks ago But these ones that run a little bit sh- shorter I think are more What I thought worked with this one was that Punk was being intentionally too wordy and annoying And like uh, d- like getting people to want him to wrap it up He really kind of leaned into that Was like, yeah. I'm going to make them want me to shut up And uh, he got him there
0: yeah, I mean he yeah he did that completely intentionally, which was which was great, honestly. You know, it, yeah, it yeah. Is... He just
1: kind of kept rambling and rambling, like you knew he got to the point, but he just kept going, like he wanted to to just stick in your craw and kind of annoy fans a bit, and <laughs> mission accomplished. I and, was kind of irritated by it, <laughs> and yet he still kept it more brief than that. You know, mega segment of
0: doom from a couple weeks ago sure did hmm. um yeah huh uh yeah but i mean yeah it, it seems like yes mjf was going to get the heroes welcome today uh as we uh come back from commercial we get a video of mjf you know burning out what a, what was what car was that was that a lambo
1: i god i can't remember a Ferrari, no, a lambo lost
0: something yeah i i don't remember either if you know th- i i would have i should have written it down um, but yeah, it, it, they did like an intro video of of MJF, you know, being you know the greatest thing to ever come from Long Island. And I'm just still thinking,
1: yeah. But Matt Cardona, this was a really, really good. It, it was uh, a like, good. It, this was super well done. It,
0: it, <laughs> it was, but I'm still thinking, God, Matt Cardona in GCW though. Yeah, I don't know, man. You you got some competition here, my well, friend. Well, that's
1: what's great about this is like the door is open open for Matt Cardona to not be happy about this portrayal at any point in time the relationships there Matt Cardona could walk through that door and I think that there's something there for Matt to even be a bit of a baby face against MJF and and that sounds crazy but I do think that could work
0: You know, I, I could go on for hours about Matt Cardona, so we're just going to move on. And In- if
1: you want to hear uh, or understand or, or know about, you know, uh, Jeff's thoughts on, on Matt Cardona, uh, something stay, he's talked about tuned. before on FanFight. Yeah, stay tuned. You know, uh, no, not we'll, yet.
0: We'll be. Oh, yeah, you haven't talked. Well, not yet. We'll be talking about it. Right? Yes. Stay tuned. Uh, that that should be actually coming up.
1: I don't have any inside information. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, this leads to our
0: actual first match of the evening, the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royale, uh, which uh, you know the the two re- the the last
1: two. Men Do you standing, have the participants? Do you have all? I 12? don't have
0: them in front of me. Do you?
1: No, I th- I was kind of hoping you did since I you're know, the host. I did. Uh, yeah, I, uh, didn't. I I know most of them, but I want to get it right.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. well, I, okay, so of course MJF, you know. Gets a huge face reaction when he comes out, and you can actually see genuine emotion from him from this. It it was actually kind of kind of cool. I I have to admit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Even though he was
0: cribbing the CM Punk bit, though, it's modern.
1: But yeah, by design, though.
0: Oh yeah.
1: yeah, but no that and and it was yeah no it was really great and to like to see him get that kind of genuine organic reaction and I've seen this happen for MJF once before uh so I don't know were you at that AAW show right before he went to AEW in uh, Logan Square?
0: I don't remember were you at who- his last AAW show. I don't think he was at the last one. I remember the one where he was there and he he cut an in ring promo where he was on a cell phone with Cody yeah oh, and, and, the and, and then and then he, he
1: ends up with yeah really no, oh uh, i love you click <laughs> <He was laughs> that's, that's like, really good oh so this was that was a <laughs> nice moment so this know? was his final <laughs> aaw appearance yeah, uh, he did a match with colt cabana and they resolved their whole father son storyline with them playing catch to cats in the cradle playing over the loudspeakers oh my uh, god <laughs> oh, wow. it, it was incredible it got Like Colt goes to pull out the, you know, the bag with the Jake, the snake bag. And everyone's like, oh, what's in the bag? What kind of weapons or whatever? And he dumps the bag out and it's uh, two gloves and a baseball. And it was just, it was incredible. Oh, wow. Really? I'm kind of sorry. I'm
0: kind of sorry. I missed that now.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was one of my favorite AAW moments maybe ever from anything I went to. But I mean, sure. It exposes the business and all that. But you know what? Who cares? Comedy wrestling. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was a great time. And. At the end, they, you know, had a little a little bit of a moment and MJF addressed the crowd and they played like a little like flight next stop AEW like sound effect over the thing. And like the crowd gave him like a big time standing ovation. And it was really, really genuine. And, you know, everyone's just because here's the thing about MJF. Like, you know, he's obviously a despicable heel and like one of the biggest shitheads in all of pro wrestling. But you cannot deny his talent, and when you've seen him live, or when you've been there to like see like how he can work a crowd, I think any wrestling fan wants to see him succeed because we need heels like MJF in pro wrestling to make this whole thing work. This train only moves when you have guys like MJF.
0: You know, it's funny though it, when, when you consider like all the picks that keep coming up of him when he was like you know eight or nine or or ten or whatever, you know, meeting like you know all these wrestlers. It's like you, know, you, you kind of feel good about it, you
1: know, <laughs> in a weird sort of way. I mean, you know? it's he's got a heck of a journey. And, you know, I'm, he's, uh, you know, he's, a, I think he's going to end up being a really interesting story and something we've said, you know, before. And I'll say again, like in 10, 15 years, even, we're going to be looking at him as, you know, one of this generation's or maybe any generation's great, So He's got that ceiling.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's, let's not overshadow some of the other uh, events in this uh, Dynamite Dozen Battle Royale, including Lee Moriarty being the first one eliminated. God damn it.
1: But hey, he was there. He had his little show. He got in there. Uh, but no, I mean, it was AEW does good battle royals they started at all in. You know, we talked about all in a little earlier, but all in had a great battle royal on their pre-show. They kind of established themselves as, hey, we're going to do good battle royals because I we know that fans think they are boring. And They normally don't miss. They've had only a a couple of battle royals that weren't so great, but most of them are quite good. And I thought this one was good for, what was it, 10 minutes, 12 minutes maybe? Yeah. It wasn't long.
0: Yeah, it didn't go very long. Uh, One thing I did have a definite note about, large men definitely appeared in this match. Large men appeared. Oh, big meaty men
1: were slapping meat.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hobbs and, and Wardlow. Oh, the Hobbs Wardlow
1: stuff might have been my favorite part of the whole match. Just watching those big fellows go at it.
0: Oh hell yeah. Uh you know, and also, you know, MJF was just, you know, hiding behind Wardlow for most of the match, not not doing shit.
1: Yeah, that uh, was well done. Oh uh uh, Sean Spears holding MJF in like the, uh, the hug position, the bear yes. hug position yes. was really great. Early on uh, Spears is settling into this role. I think even better than he was with the pinnacle stuff, like the proximity to MJF specifically seems to be working for him.
0: Uh, and then a big, a big shot comes in this match when uh, Dante Martin betrays Ricky Starks and he turns on team him. Taz
1: already. Really good. Really good. Um, a change on a dime that I did not see coming—that is totally understandable. You know, sometimes when they do these things, they feel like they're inexplicable and they're unearned. But this makes perfect sense to me.
0: So uh, MJF and Dante Martin are were the last two standing. Um, afterwards, Ricky Starks begins beating down Dante Martin while MJF is leaving. Uh, he 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 feels like he he. He, he feigns like he's going to save him, goes back, and then participates in the beatdown of Dante Martin yeah. himself, well which done. brings out CM so, Punk.
1: So. so now we have a winter is coming match set for the Diamond Light Diamond Ring. Dante Martin versus MJF. First thoughts, who you got? I mean,
0: it, it seems likely MJF will retain it because it's part of his shtick now, is using the ring. But also, but also, you know, if, if you want to move... Actually move MJF into a main event spot, which I think they will be looking to do for as the guy to unseat uh, Adam Page as the champion. Maybe they do need to give it to to Dante.
1: There, so you could talk me into Dante winning this match, but it seems like Team Taz interference se- is really, really likely. here. Yes, yeah, so I, 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 like I agree. like Team Taz is gonna cost him this ring, which you know, if we can keep that moving. I the thing with Dante Martin is I, you don't really. It's hard to book him in anything long term, and credit to AEW for keeping the things he's been doing interesting since Darius's injury. But you have to keep the door open for Darius to come back because at one, whenever that happens. Like, we're getting top flight back, and we should because that's where they should be and what they should be doing right now. Like, Dante is really impressed and done a lot here and struck out, but I think his future, or at least his immediate future for the next few years uh, should be with top flight. Like, I think he should establish himself as a top tag team wrestler uh, with Darius. And then I think that there's obviously a huge singles career ahead of him, but he's so young, man. Let's just play this thing slow.
0: Uh, I do have one note on this. I say, I say there was uh that this battle Royale, I had that more swerves than a Russo nitro.
1: Hey, I- I wouldn't say that's true, man. Have you watched any Russo? Nitros? You could uh, let's talk to our boys at Days of Thunder about. Yes, Brian I watched. Russo. I
0: watched all. I, I, yes, I watched them live when they happened. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a little bit. I think we're we're veering into hyperbole here, Jeff, because I've seen Russo nitros, and you want to talk about swerves, brother? Hey, we're I've playing seen, shoots and hey, ladders. I've seen we're some Russo some nitros. Swords, we're playing shoots and ladders over here. Hey, hey. 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 It's not, and it's not we've just seen, the ladders. The ladders also boy. they got the they, they're, the the bendy, the they're just like the shoots. They're not straight. We see, we see they got the they, got the bends in them too. They're very inefficient ladders. No one uses them for any actual work or any jobs. They just they're kind of there decoratively. We 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 seen this that Russo tech- boy
0: him trying to book the nitros. we have well, seen this?
1: Well, Vince Russo was starting to turn vaguely South African by the end. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: Our second match of the evening, one I, I think you were pretty uh, pretty high on, I think. Uh, Jurassic Express and your beautiful baby boy and his idiot cousin versus the yeah. acclaimed in 2.0. Uh,
1: I, it was a lot of, for me and my colleagues over at Wrestling Brain, They're big 2.0 heads. I'm a big acclaimed guy. Always get upset when I think of the potential for Max Caster to insult my boy Griff Garrison. Fortunately, that did not happen. No, no, so, no, he, know, he, no, he I went after the Islanders and, and Jungle Boy. He called himself an Island Boy, which was great. Again, another Island Boy, his second Island Boy <laughs> reference, and I'm totally okay with yeah, that. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, this was a, a, a spot fest, as we expected it to be. Uh, Eddie Kingston gets involved to beat the shit out of Daniel Garcia and
1: 2.0. And uh, dur- I would say this during the match, uh, the heavy lifting, mostly done by Max Caster. This was a, like, Max Caster is carrying this match. Uh,
0: Max Caster and uh, Pillman, too, I have Yeah, to
1: Caster said. and Pillman were big on this one, absolutely. And Bowen's got a couple of good spots in, too. But what really stood out to me is that, like, Max was doing, like, kind of the dirty work in this one.
0: Uh, we do get uh, the win. Jungle Boy does tap out Max Caster. And then we just follow eddie kingston backstage where he's met by ortiz but we couldn't hear
1: a fucking thing they were saying (laughs) now we had some audio issues and then it turned into a fight so uh, eddie having proximity to ortiz is, is exciting for everybody
0: yeah uh eddie kingston and proud and powerful uh you know If the inner circle is going to start drifting apart now, which, you know, it's been two years, man. You know, this is the time. I'm
1: I'm sure. Here's the thing, though. Chris Jericho is not going to let inner circle go out with a whimper. They're going to die with a bang. I think we're probably laying groundwork for when Jericho's back from the Fozzie tour and all like ready to go for that to be the next thing for them, right? Did so, like, hear- let them all get these signs and get these things somewhere else so then Jericho can come back and say, well, look at all you guys are doing all this other shit. Like, that don't even matter anymore. You know what I mean? Did you see
0: Jericho actually got hospitalized while in England?
1: Yeah. Uh, what Did he like, eat some jelly eels? What happened over there? I,
0: I don't know. They said it was, not, it was a non-COVID illness.
1: I know he's out. He's good now, so... Yeah,
0: he, yeah. I think it was just a one-night hospitalization, so...
1: Yeah, uh, so... The classic rock star, quote-unquote, dehydration.
0: <laughs> dehydration. Uh, We then get a backstage promo with uh, Tully Blanchard and FTR, and I was so fucking burnt. Now, mind you, this was... I, I wrote this note on Wednesday when we were supposed to have recorded, so I just have one note underneath this, which is... End this fucking feud, because goddamn that ladder, the, 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 the triple a match at triple media, well, Reggio say
1: this, and then you were immediately, or I'm sorry, it took about 48 hours to prove you wrong. Cause now we're on the other side of this. We're recording this on a Saturday. Their uh, the, the match that they were promoing here, their tag team title match against the Lucha brothers on Friday was fantastic.
0: It was it a was good, was ma- really it, it
1: was a very good match.
0: It was the, it best was match really, they, really it, good. It, it, it was the best <laughs> match they had. But also uh, that uh, that this feud overall has has not been good uh, for for.
1: I disagree with that. I think no, it's be- I, it's had its down spots, but I would overall call it a success at this mm, point. I wouldn't because it, there were so just many- those damn frogs. It's just the damn frogs.
0: Well, okay, and you know the the yeah the frog mass and and all that, and then you know the the the, the match at Triple Mania Regia. Just, yeah, God, that pissed me off. When they, they yeah, nonsensically made a. it, they might not, I consider
1: AAA uh, non-canon at this point.
0: Well, uh, well hang on. <laughs> they, 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 they nonsensically,
1: they nonsensically made it a ladder match out of the blue. And then Well, everything just, AAA does is nonsense. That's why you just need to not count it and just like, let it. It's like triple it has, it's got its whole thing over there. It exists over there, but you really can't let it color your like view of other stuff because it really is just uniquely insane. Like, yeah, truly. I mean, I mean uh,
0: but I mean, it, all that. Like, being shout said, out to a friend
1: of the show, up, to uh, Lucha Blog on Twitter for following and trying to make sense online of like the debacle that is AAA. Like, uh, Cubs is one of my favorite accounts to follow because I just get these tweets about AAA out of context. And I'm like, what? What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> why? Wh- why are they doing this? Yeah. What is, what is this?
0: You know. It, it, you know. All that being said, the match on Rampage was was a great match. It, it was definitely the best yeah, match they awesome. had that they, they, they've had together. So and yeah, yeah because because rock. there was less bullshit.
1: And like at the end of the day, like when you have really like two really great tag teams like that that do have really strong ring chemistry, more often than not, you're going to be entertained. Uh, you know, they had some rough patches here and there, but I would still, I'd say I'd still call it a success. Now, am I ready to move on from it? Sure. I think both these guys could be doing other things. And, yeah, you know, I, I think,
0: I think now after that rampage match, I think that, yeah, we, we need to end this. And uh, it looks like, you know, FTR are going to be holding the, the triple a titles long term.
1: So yeah, well, they can have fun with that and then drop them to probably another AEW tag team in a couple months. Hey, you know what though? Who, a- if you could pick one AEW tag team to beat them, who would it be for the trip for the triple A belts?
0: Oh, shit. Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> you put me on the spot here.
1: It's, I, it's a I, podcast.
0: Because I, I wasn't thinking AEW tag teams. I was thinking, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we already know they're not going to drop into a triple A tag team, obviously. Well, wait. Now, hang on.
0: Good, sir. Did you see the the end of Triple Mania, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, they, who's got the belt still? <laughs> I'm not, I like, oh, you think I'm going to care that Triple A is foreshadowing something? They'll no, just I'm,
0: change their minds. No, I'm just, no, because,
1: oh, I'm sorry. No, right.
0: did you miss Iho Del Vikingo actually becoming the mega campeon?
1: Yeah, but that's just so he can lose it to Kenny Omega when he comes oh, back. God. Yeah, probably correct,
0: <laughs>
1: He's going to drop into Jay Lethal next month, and all you guys are going to be like, what the f-
0: Oh yeah, because triple. Okay, so uh,
1: you 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 wormed your way out of answering, but I have an answer. My answer is uh, too fast, too fuego.
0: But wait, who who's the other one in that?
1: Uh, Fuego dos, Fuego dos. Who is very much not Cody Rhodes in a match?
0: Oh, I forgot about you know what? I completely forgot about that.
1: Wego Dos, a guy who is obviously like very handsome and buff, and like uh, has like a sort of cool Cody Rhodes sort of uh, charisma about him, but is not Cody Rhodes. Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, I, I completely actually forgot about that. I was gonna say somebody like uh, I was gonna say Jurassic Express, but
1: that's fun too. That is, yeah. Fun. I mean,
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, our third match of the evening: uh, Your executive vice presidents, Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks versus. Chuck Taylor and the returning Rocky Romero. So this is a chaos hey. match. Uh,
1: yeah, it is. Yeah. And it uh, was.
0: We, we get a, uh, a cool bit with uh, Dustin in the Orange Cassidy aviators in the ring. That was, yeah, that, that was. was kind of funny. Uh, overall, this was it, it. was, I mean, it was a Young Bucks match.
1: Yes, and uh, Rocky works really well with these guys, so it was nice to see Rock in this match. He's a really good TV wrestler, man. Well, that's
0: because Rocky has only wrestled the Young Bucks like, you know, 50 umpteen million times
1: absolutely but here hey it shows and it's great and like yeah rocky's really good on television man i just he really gets it he's got a great mind for it It, it never has a bad match man he really is so consistent uh we
0: do get a lot of extracurriculars with uh adam cole and uh and orange cassidy uh wheeler utah tries to make the save against the super click that fails and then oh man the, the the return of the year so far
1: we get it Sue. It was pretty good. Uh, you're talking Sue. about you're talking about Sue, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. About totally. Sue? Not not that other guy, but Sue.
0: Yeah. Not 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 her son, who now has who who now Ooh. has no hair with, and is completely ripped and jacked. Now,
1: I'll um, be real with you. Uh, Trent looks Trent looks really good. He, he kind of does. Actually. And I am saying I mean that very very respectfully, like with the utmost respect. Trent looks great.
0: Oh, the game has gone to penalties.
1: Oh no. Oh shit. Oh boy.
0: I Think would I be... would
1: let Trent kick a soccer ball directly at my solar plexus as hard as he could (laughs) but sue is back sue and her sue is back the minivan is back this was a really nice moment in great they saved it for long island really well done and
0: and furthermore the just the cherry on top of this whole segment they played the rapongi vice theme
1: yeah they played rapongi vice you know uh, hell yeah like rapongi Rapongi lights, Rapongi vice. We're kings of the night, kings of the lights. Four finger rings that's my shit dude. yeah that song that song is still, song is still <laughs> it's dope. such a jam That song. Is it still is dope. such a jam
0: that song is still dope
1: since we're not gonna be able to talk about it since we're on we're on wrestling theme bangers since we're not going to talk about friday night really um what'd you think about hook getting the action Bronson and entrance music
0: oh shit you know what you, you well i mean we were gonna i was gonna mention hook uh and his debut but i mean we're already here so fuck it uh hook be shooting. Holy shit!
1: Yo, hook is we're not. I mean, obviously, this isn't a rampage podcast, but man, hook's the real fucking deal. I can't wait to see him on Wednesdays.
0: Oh my god! And, and, and the Katahajime. Oh man!
1: You mean you mean Red Rum? Are you talking about Red Rum? Red? No, I'm talking about the Taz Mission, my friend. No, it's Red Rum now, son. Oh, it, these, it? this is the Hook era. It's not the Taz Mission. It's Red Rum now. We are in a new era. We are forging ahead.
0: It's uh, this, still is hook, this is the Katahajime, my friend. This
1: is the Hook mission. So, okay,
0: we go backstage with Ruby Soho and uh she is interrupted by uh Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford and Allie the Bunny. Uh,
1: my favorite moment of the night. This is my favorite thing that happened on this whole show. Really? Yeah, when Nyla popped in and said surprise bitch, oh, I yeah, lost my that, mind. That was good. <laughs> I lost just surprise bitch. <laughs> I just popped her. It was so good. Oh, Nyla's yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah. She's great. That was good. Uh, you know, uh this uh, match turned Ty, out really fun. Ty Conti and Anna Jay make the save there. And uh, we have a match for I, Rampage, which was kind of okay.
1: I had a fun time with it. Um, Allie and. Um, uh, bleh, bleh, why am B. I. Ford? No. No. Um, Allie and uh, Ty Conti had really good interactions. They did, in the actually.
0: They, they actually That's really did.
1: Thinking. I was like 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 Ty Conti's, you know, hard hitting offense with uh Allie's just outrageous selling really worked.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no that was that, that was good. Uh we then go to uh go, go to the main stage with uh Tony Shavani and Sammy yeah. Guevara.
1: I'm so sorry, I just uh, my Twitter feed as we were saying that just went past something that happened in UFC. Uh a lady was getting rear naked choked and she just shoved her thumb directly into this girl's eyeball and it was disgusting oh that's kind of a foul isn't it (laughs) it's a huge foul i'm guessing they probably got uh dq i'm sorry go on man that was nasty i'm gonna dm you oh no
0: uh so uh cody Rhodes just kind of shows up to uh let sammy know that uh at, at some certain show i i didn't catch which show was it uh, it's not next week is it i think it's next week and winter is coming uh yeah well they didn't oh have...
1: no. oh uh did he say a future show yeah
0: yes um cody is fucking burnt <laughs> uh
1: you know he looks fine He
0: he is burnt the fuck up he, he, his arm was kind of uh char-grilled there
1: he's okay he's fine he looks uh you know he's extra crispy <laughs> 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 extra crispy and spicy uh this brings up oh sorry th- december 22nd holiday bash is when they're gonna do it
0: ah okay so that's uh oh in two weeks i guess then
1: yeah there we go and cody uh like not the full heel cody that everyone wants but the very annoying, overconfident Cody that works even better. Yeah. So I thought this was great. Uh, this prompts
0: commentary from the men of the year who basically just, you know, run through their men of the year promo with also saying that Dan Lambert is coming back.
1: Here's the thing, man. And as much as I like, I have, you know, sung Scorpio Sky's praises from the high heavens. And I think Ethan page is a really good addition to the roster. The men of the year are totally fine, but I'd rather see both of them doing something else. I would rather see both of them as singles wrestlers, personally. And I do think that like they need Dan Lambert and American top team to like be really interesting. And that's just it. I like why did this even happen in the first place? Like we were promised a Scorpio Sky singles run when they broke up SCU, but then they just like threw him in with Ethan Page. And I just don't get this whole thing. And as as much as they've done their best with the material, I just don't find myself caring a whole lot.
0: Yeah, and also you know what? That was somebody that showed up in the in in the battle royale was uh, Frankie Kazarian. Like, where yeah, the fuck he, has he been? You know, he's been hunting elite. Well, he's been looking in the wrong place. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian. He's like, he's he actually killed Epstein. Oh god, it was him. <laughs> oh god, the first elite he hunted.
0: Oh well. That's it. N- New York, Manchester City have have won the Major League Soccer title 4 2 on penalties. So, uh, live oh, updates nice for you. For that. Our fourth match of the evening: uh, Riho versus
1: Jamie Reho! Hader. Uh,. Little lady versus big lady. And
0: uh, uh, yeah, Jamie Hayter fucking showed out in this match. It this has was
1: very sad. much a little lady versus big lady match. And we talked about like ring chemistry and like the different dynamics working really well. Riho being one of the most throwable people and Jamie Hayter being one of the most throwy people. Mm-hmm. really works,
0: <laughs> yeah, really that, works. That, that was that was a good match. Uh, just Austin, just
1: ragdolled Riho all over the fucking ring, but Riho's offense was also really strong. I love that they kind of still built a little bit of this tension with Britt and like Britt being supportive, but you can still kind of feel it there, yeah, but, I, I think this is really good. I think we're we're kind of on our way there,
0: yeah. but also, um, but also, uh, the crowd sucked in this match, and once again, they go to a full commercial break during the women's match. They?
1: Oh, shit. They I didn't even did. Notice.
0: Yeah. I
1: huh. It was a good match, though. I'm not going to make them any of those complaints. Uh, it was fine. I, I thought it was really good. I thought Riho – and, you know, sometimes they get like the crowd levels are what they are, but if you look at like the online reaction, like what people were saying, there was a lot of strong Reho and hater posting going on.
0: Yeah. I mean, there were, but, I people mean, the crowd – yeah, yeah, the live crowd did not. I mean, it was – you I know, didn't
1: really notice. I don't maybe I had the volume down or something. I just really wasn't paying attention.
0: Okay, fair. Uh, the finishing stretch of this match was fucking excellent though. Yeah. Absolutely excellent. So yeah. yeah so, I, I yeah. don't have anything
1: to add, I agree. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so
0: Riho will be challenging uh, Britt Baker very soon.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I think this probably adds to that tension of you know uh, Jamie Hader not coming through for Britt, right? So Britt being disappointed, and uh, you know uh, I, I, people were saying early, and I wasn't agreeing with this of, of Jamie Hader being the one to take the belt from uh, Brit, but I think maybe we're heading closer and closer to that outcome.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean we might. I I think that would be bad. I mean, I mean they've given Ty and Anna Jay chances already i think they probably earned it but you know we'll, 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 we will yeah see. but you
1: know you don't want a champion like jamie hater winning and feeling like she earned it you want it to feel like jamie hater cheated for it yeah you don't want her to earn that belt. that doesn't that's not the character
0: yeah yeah you know what maybe you're right there uh my next note was about Hook's in ring debut but we already uh we already talked about that so we'll talk about one more how... note. i have
1: one more note about
0: hook okay hook all right uh we do get the announcement that revolution 2022 will happen in orlando florida so not in chicago this time
1: uh happening on my birthday weekend and brother am i tempted
0: oh oh yeah why not
1: well well, because two weeks later i'm gonna be in chicago so i don't know if i feel like traveling twice
0: wait what's in chicago
1: last jaw concert oh you have st patty's weekend. i'm gonna be the glass jaws playing two albums back to back and also at st patty's weekend and i'm hoping there's wrestling that weekend we'll see
0: yeah you have mentioned that in the past so uh we then get a video package of uh serena Deeb versus hikaru shida this was actually pretty good package
1: love the professor man the serena Deeb care she's found her voice as an aew talent and it really is a valuable addition to the roster you need uh, personalities like this like the veterans who believe that they've earned it through experience and that they're better than everybody because they've been doing it longer and understand it more and I uh, get that mindset
0: we then get a uh, back on the stage we get uh, Tony Shivani with the varsity blondes and Julia Hart and then the lights go out and it's Malachi black and he just spits black mist right at Julia Hart.
1: Yeah, this was wild. It was unexpected. I don't know what to think about it, and I'm excited to see where it comes. I know that Julia Hart uh, tweeted the next day that her seven-year-old sister called her crying about it. So wrestling, folks, it's back. <laughs> it could, it's, uh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I, I love that. I,
0: I just got to say that I, I still wish that we, would, we would follow up on that little nod that Malachi Black made to Dante Martin.
1: I don't think that that's over either, man. Like, that's the thing about Malachi Black. And what I love that they're doing is that he's just kind of everywhere, like being a little menace. And it works because now all these seeds are planting. you don't know where he's going to show up or who he's going to affect or why. And we can keep doing this for a while until it comes together. I hope to see that there's a plan or, you know what, maybe there's not a plan. Maybe he's just a fucking Joker. And I'm super cool with that.
0: (laughs) You know, yeah, why not?
1: Maybe he just wants to watch the world burn. Could be
0: our main event of the, you evening. know,
1: if you say my cocaine really fast, it sounds like Michael Caine saying his own name, but in his accent, you know what? Do it. Do it real quick.
0: My cocaine. Yeah. You know, what? You're, right. you're actually right.
1: See <laughs>
0: <laughs> our, our main event of the evening, Brian Danielson versus John silver. Um, this match was very shooty and grap- grapple heavy. And, oh, my God, both Silver and Danielson doing Suzuki spots.
1: It was really kicky and really Suzuki-y. Those were the two notes I had. It was it, super, super kicky, and there was just tons of Suzuki. Now,
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That,
1: and that's yeah, Silver, so fun.
0: Silver doing the, the, you know, the, the, the <laughs> you know, that spot.
1: But, of course, yeah, Danielson- we had the laughs. We had the kicks. We had the got-style drivers, We had it all.
0: Oh, yeah, this was definitely a Minoru Suzuki tribute. Uh,
1: and then it was the heel hook finish. Is that right? Is that
0: the one? I think it was. On yeah. this one? I think it was.
1: Yeah. He finished with the heel hook. Uh, Yeah. Another Brian Danielson's the best in the world match. And let's just be reminded of that. Uh, He kept to his guns. I was going to kick everybody in dark orders asses and I did it. And I'm going to kick Adam page's ass next week.
0: Yeah. And uh, and we get Adam page out and uh, we get a, a dust up and yeah, I, I am hyped for this match on Wednesday. Whether or not I, I get to watch right. it on Wednesday. Is another is comic. Well, and I, I get to watch it on Wednesday is another story. But that's to be determined, listeners. So stay tuned.
1: Yeah, sometimes winter might come. You don't know.
0: Yeah, winter might—it's coming. It only came today. It was—it's been snowing off and on all day.
1: Oh shit! It was warm as hell down here. Yeah.
0: Well, of course, you know, you know, tornado—tornadoes <laughs> <laughs> ripped through the Midwest, of course. Oh man, Kentucky! Holy shit! Yeah, all, all the best. Thought, any... Well, yeah, uh, Southern Illinois too. Uh, Southern Illinois. Yeah, I heard about the, uh, Edwardsville, Illinois got hit. Solidarity.
1: is obviously, who were forced into uh, a, a very unsafe situation, and people are trapped in there right now. So yeah. hopefully, all this to everyone there, and that that has a positive outcome.
0: But hey, at least Jeff Bezos gets to go to space. Yeah. So yeah, great. Uh, with that, we wrap. We wrap up not only this episode of AEW Dynamite, but also Paul. I have now. What are we... I, I have now gone through the fourth
1: notebook since oh, starting oh. This,
0: this series I, I have gone through
1: another notebook let's go so another I'm about- notebook down uh, I, I like it you get to start another chapter with winter is coming i think that's fun to have a special event be the first one for the new notebook i like uh, that yeah actually
0: the, this notebook it looks like it started with uh wait what it's with uh with fighter fest number one
1: on july the wow 14th. look at that see Special events, starting the notebooks. You love yeah. to see it. Oh look!
0: Like, oh wow! My my all-out notes. Ah, oh, I might actually keep uh, this notebook because there's like a. Got to keep of them. it. No, you
1: got to keep it I with think, the archive, brother.
0: I, well, I think I may have actually tossed some of the other notebooks already. Oh, uh, no! But keep now, the I, this one I may keep because there's a, there's quite a few uh, special occasions on this
1: notebook. So I keep them. That's fun. So. Yeah, there was a lot of special shows. We had that big special show month this year
0: yeah but uh yeah that was uh yeah so that's it so i start a a, a fresh notepad uh next week uh w- whenever i get to actually watch it and 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 podcast with you find people about it so with that paul go ahead and plug yourself
1: you can find me on twitter at cool step uncle you can find this podcast on twitter at bgtd podcast and uh you can check me out every friday night Immediately after AEW Rampage goes off the air at 11 p.m. Eastern, it's Wrestling Brain Rampage at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. It's me and Nick East. Uh, we recap. We review. We talk about AEW Rampage, some other goings on in wrestling. We love to talk to the chat. It's a really great time. We had a super... Super super fun show last night. It was a total blast after Hook's debut. So please come hang out with us there. You can uh, subscribe. You can follow uh twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain, and we will see you there. Jeff, I know you have some plugs and some stuff to talk about. So take it away.
0: Uh, I do. Uh, you can find me at Strong Style Story without the E in style on Twitter. Uh, my personal Twitter at GD Wessel. That is going to be changing soon. Uh, by the time the calendar flips, uh, the Strong Style Story Twitter account per se will not exist. It, it, I'm just going to merge it all into my personal. So, um, if you follow my personal, please follow strong style story because I'm going to be ditching my current personal one because, uh, basically the wrestling one has more followers and I, I, I need that engagement, man. You know, you know what I mean? I need the engagement.
1: That sweet, sweet engagement. Let's pump some serotonin right into Jeff's loins.
0: But also, um, with that in mind, um, coming up uh Chris and I will be doing um in, in the in the weeks to come we're going to be doing our uh our, our usual wrestle kingdom preview episode as well as our anniversary episode and those are going to be the final episodes of strong style story for at least the foreseeable future uh, i think we i think the show's kind of hit hit its uh hit its run if there's one thing I've been learning is that there is no shortage of podcasts talking about new Japan pro wrestling anymore. And I know that it's just been, uh, I mean, th- there's been months between episodes lately. Uh, and, and Chris, you know, is th- isn't always wanting to do it. And I can't blame him. Uh, I mean, totally
1: understandable. And like, obviously these things like kind of get dictated with, with the product. And like, we're very lucky that we started getting into, you know, AEW right at the outset. And that, They've given us uh, some really strong wrestling to talk about for the last couple of years. It's not like that all over the professional wrestling landscape. And here's the thing. We do this stuff for fun, man. We make these podcasts for fun. And if we're not having the most fun we can possibly have, we're not going to do them. We're going to do something else, man. And it's just like, uh,
0: that's the way it goes. Yeah. Now, with that being said, the blog is going to continue. I'm still going to do the blog. That That is not changing. It's just the podcast is the only thing that's going away. And, you know, uh, and I'm consolidating my my Twitter accounts. Um, the blog may be expanding its scope a little bit to covering more promotions. But the problem is, is I don't know if I have time to follow other promotions as intently I totally as I do down, yeah. New Japan. So I, I still am, am pondering this. I may cover, like, big shows. Like, you know, I, I have in the back of my mind, I may want to cover, like, the Budokan, the big Budokan show for Noah on, on the 1st of January just because... A week later, we're going to get Wrestle Kingdom 16 in Yokohama Arena, which is going to be the New Japan versus Noah show. And that may directly play a part in what happens at that show, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it just all depends. But, you know, it, it, it's, you know, something's got to give, uh, you know, and it looks like this is going to be the thing. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm doing other things. Chris is doing other things this is a so very- folks
1: all of those other things we have other th- stuff to do if you want to hear jeff fuck if you want to hear jeff you can keep listening to this podcast yeah you can as listen a matter to this of uh, busting balls. Somebody, you're listening right now you if you heard this you're already listening uh you know busting balls is still going to be a thing
0: that's not changing in fact uh we just dropped our fashion show episode last weekend so you know uh you know you can check that fashion, out here on the fashion. feed but uh yeah you know it's uh yeah it's just I I, I figured uh, you know strong style story podcasts uh time has come and gone at least at least without a break we we do need to take I think maybe we're just going to take a break we may miss it within 3 months and decide fuck it we're just going to come back you know we we'll see but So you're
1: saying don't let some Subscribe to the feeds, stay following, and you never know what'll happen.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I, I may even just re I just may even go back to strong uh, just doing strong style history occasionally because that's always fun.
1: To talk about well, there you, you go. Japan. So so stay tuned. A lot of irons are in the fire. And like I have some irons in the fire as it relates to wrestling brain. There's a lot coming from both of us in 2022. So uh, we really thank you for listening to our podcast and for sticking with us. And we want to bring you all kinds of other fun stuff, too. Uh, we both love wrestling. We love engaging with our friends uh, and listeners about, you know, this thing that we love. So stick around and we're going to keep doing it.
0: All right. Paul, any last words?
1: Uh, I need more wine. Can you get me some right now?
0: Mm, no i can't sorry i i can't Walk. yeah sorry man fresh out sorry ah damn it we'll see you next week either wednesday or saturday one of the two see you then
1: yeah bye now